Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's May the 4th, so people say, what do they say, Sean? I can't say. May the 4th be with you. Yeah, it's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I'm not knocking Star Wars as much as I'm knocking the stupidity of, well, you're mocking lisps, is what you're listening. Exactly. To mock those with speech impediments is cruelty personified. Before I get to the Star Wars, I know I've complained about this before, but I might actually do a YouTube video that I think could go viral where I where I actually like try on the different genes and show myself in them and then like post it to Levi's. And say, explain yourself, Levi's. Oh, like three different 34s? The last night, all 5'11s, all 32 34s, three pairs, all exactly the same style. Exact. I mean, th- not slightly different. Like, they're different pants. Like, one I can't button. I can't button them. They're unbuttoned right now. The other ones hang down off me. I got to cinch up my belt. One, the bottom's so wide that they fit around my cow boots, the cowboy boots. The other ones, n- n- not a chance. Wow. I mean, they're the just great complete, American brands. I mean, they have zero quality control. You buy a pair of jeans and you have not no idea if you've just bought some skinny jeans or some loose fitting. You have no idea. Athleisure fit, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know why they claim they've got. So you go into the store and they've got 30 different styles, right? But they're all random individually. So I don't know what you're trying to kid. Well, you got to try on every single pair. I hate trying on pants for some reason. I do too, and you're you're absolutely right. From from now on, that's what I got to do. I got to try, but trying on jeans, it's just yeah, it just seems like so much work. I got to take off my shoes. And I tell my shoes, oh, take off my pants. Well, I want to see how they fit with my shoes. So I got to put my shoes back on. And it's just, ah. 
And if you wear the wrong underwear, it's way too much work. I don't wear underwear at all. Well, and you try on jeans, that's fantastic. (laughs) That is the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, boy, kid. Tell me where you shop for jeans. I'll make sure I never, ever (laughs) buy pants there. That is so gross. I haven't bought a pair of jeans in years. I almost I never wear jeans anymore. I know you're in, you're too sophisticated for jeans. I realize what? That. <laughs> too good for jeans. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I like a slack with a nice tight crease. I really really <laughs> like a knife edge crease in my trousers. So, because it is the fourth of May, and may the fourth be with you. Uh, day, they've got a number of things out about Star Wars. Something comes out today, Star Wars related, right? Uh, the Bad Batch, new animated uh, Star Wars series on the, the Disney All Plus. Right. I don't know. I just did the whole expanded Star Wars universe thing. Uh, you see, the Stormtroopers, they're a bunch of clones, but this this batch of clones, they they were a bad batch. So oh. the, my kids might be into that. Mandalorian from the Star Wars world? Yes. Oh, that's right, because Luke Skywalker uh-huh. showed up in the last episode. Of yeah. course. Oh, spoiler. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. But so um, USA Today asked people, what is your... Actually, wasn't it kind of a waxy-faced CGI Luke Skywalker? Yes. Was yes. Yeah. Trying to make him look younger, weren't they? I think they were. Or something. Uh, pretty cool sequel. So um, they asked people, what's the most popular installment of the... Is there a name for like the main movies? You guys... uh, the original trilogy, the prequels, and then... Whatever the, I guess the most the, the most recent ones don't really have a a catchy name to them. And yet. so, and then they gave a name to the first one, right? Because it always used to just be Star Wars, but now it hasn't. No, name. I think it was always there's. The, if you'd ever seen the most popular motion picture picture in the history of mankind, you would know. I believe at the, at the I can't remember. Yeah, I think a new hope appears. Somewhere. Yeah, is episode four Star Wars a new hope is right oh, at yeah. the beginning crawl. Because that made an immediate sensation. Whoa, wait, episode four? Yeah, How can so that be? So when people went into the theater in 1977 or whatever, they were seeing it's episode four? Yep. Huh, yeah. didn't know that. Um, uh, Empire Strikes Back is everybody's favorite. Your boys by, would freaking love the original, by the way. I think they've seen it. Oh, okay. Uh, no, no, they have not yet. Yeah, so we'll have to watch it. Um, Empire Strikes Back was first, then Return of the Jedi. A New Hope, the original movie that kicked this all off, finishes third. Which is kind of interesting that a movie that would launch a monstrosity of a phenomenon, whether movies, TV shows, video games, action figures, clothes, t-shirts... That's that's the third favorite for people. Yeah, well, I I would say this the the first one, episode four, um, and and I this is so uncomfortable for me to geek out, but um, it it, it was it was very good. It was so much fun. It was entertaining. It was Flash Gordon. It was a young boy coming of age, but it was it was kind of unsophisticated. It was it was a pretty simple ABC one two three story. Um, but they got more sophisticated the next two, Return, uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Which one and, does and, he fight Clever Lang? Uh, <laughs> it's Rocky, different franchise. And they hit the, the sweet spot of classic 
child-friendly storytelling with enough sophistication to keep the adults interested. Just a little more chewy. Uh, it was just not Chewbacca chewy, but a little more, uh, you know, a little more to work on intellectually. Um, and, and then, the, of course, they went nuts with the next series. But. Yeah, the the Strike Back one also had the Darth, vale, Darth Vader, I Am Your Father reveal, which was mm-hmm. just really kind of fundamental to the whole. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I feel less guilty about the one that's decades old, yes. Are there more movies to come? Uh, n- not directly tied to, quote-unquote, the Skywalker saga, which all nine of these movies... All, there are nine? Yeah, so there were there were three different holy three crap. different trilogies. The original three, three prequels, and then the most recent three. Um, and all of them... Which one's the dog? Isn't one of them a dog? A uh, dog? I believe like, you're referring to Chewbacca. Yeah, the, the wolf. No, 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 not the character. Joe, we've oh, talked bad, about the, oh. Yeah, wasn't one of them not like... Really, everybody thought they swung and missed on her. Well, they compl- the prequels, and Sean, I'm sure you have opinions on this. The the next three that came out uh, took themselves very seriously and and were to me pretty charmless. They, they were they featured heavy like intergalactic Senate debate about how the taxation of the different galaxy. Like it, it seemed like a guy who got rich and was frustrated by tax laws and tried to make that into <laughs> some of the the, the Star Wars universe. Well, and it lost its wink. Yeah. You know, it was always winking at the audience. We were always in on it. It was they decided to go full sophisticated motion picture. And it just came off as kind of dry to me anyway. Hmm. Yeah, it did it it certainly lacked the charm and I think that's kind of what Joe was hinting at with the wink and it, it, whatever that thing was was just missing. Call it innocence maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but the I, I agree with the list that I think the what was it the last Jedi was the only one that wasn't the original three that was close to the top on the people's favorites. Yeah, the so it goes. Empire Strikes Back was most popular. Then Jedi, A New Hope, Revenge of the Sith, then The Last Jedi. Interesting. Yeah, The Last Jedi is actually my probably my favorite of all of them. Um, and that was one of the more recent ones. It was the middle of this current uh, so, trilogy. So, how does uh, Joe? Since you've seen uh, you've seen Mandalorian, right? How does like oh, yeah. Mandalorian with that Nazi woman that was in that movie uh, in that TV show? Remember? Um, how does that whole thing fit in? Is that before or after all this stuff? I see. I don't know, and I don't really care. I don't think you don't it, think about it. The Mandalorian no. takes place between the second and third trilogies. See, okay. I'm already. Uh, uh, it's already too much work. It's entertaining. I don't know how it fits in. It's fine. It's guys flying around in spaceships with occasional mentions of the Force or Luke Skywalker. I mean, it's just, it's barely tied. Come on. Baby Yoda. All right, great. <laughs> baby Yoda. Um, <laughs> Riding the Mandalorian, Baby Yoda. Mandalorian's fighting stormtroopers all the time, though. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. Whatever. Good for him. Yeah, there were some remnants of the empire that uh, they were they were trying to rebuild, and uh, often ran a uh, ran into <laughs> the Mandalorian in his various escapades, hmm. his adventure of the week. Who's who gets credit for uh, starting this whole thing? George Lucas. Did he write it? Did Pretty he much. create out of his own mind? Because like uh, you know, like uh, I don't know, think of something. Um, uh, what's uh, what the dragons and the, the Lord TV? of the Rings. Well, Game Lord of the Rings is a good example. Game, Game of Thrones. Either one of those came from not well, well-known well novels, you know, long-written novels, fantasy novels. Did Star yeah. Wars any of that, or he created it purely for the motion picture? I think George Lucas wrote and directed it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He he made wow. it for the screen, and it was almost 
uh, especially early on, just the the vision of almost just him. Many the, the actors. God, would, that's, so that's why he's so wealthy. Yeah, stories yeah. from the early shooting of the Star Wars stuff. The actors had no idea what was going on. They're like, "Is this even going to get made? What mm-hmm. What are we doing?" And then yeah, it was just his vision and kind of his kookiness came through. Wow, that's something. That's something to be proud of. He produced and co-wrote the sequels, The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Um, interesting. I just tried to do some quick Googling, and I'm not sure this China liked the Star Wars movies? I don't know that. They big over in China? I don't know. That's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. I'd have to think about the it. The most recent ones almost certainly did good box office returns over there, but it's hard to tell because a lot of our action movies do that. If yeah, my kids watch the original Star Wars, will it seem incredibly dated? No. No? No, no. The special effects aren't as good, but they're very good. I mean, technically speaking, the new ones are astonishing. Um, but the, the first ones, they're, they're very convincing. I mean, it's not like you can see the guy running along holding up the, the <laughs> droid or whatever. You know, not a lot of boom stands sticking out. It's... It's good. It's good special effects. The that that initial shot of the big star destroyer thingy—it's mm-hmm. one of the great shots in music in music history, uh, movie history. Mm. And then the Star Wars theme, which was a hit song when we were young, actual hit song played on the radio. Can somebody come up with a? a it was the disco well, version the, of uh, both, wasn't it? The original theme was a hit song too, because I had it on. I had a, a, a forty-five of it and played it all the time, even though I never saw the movie. And then there was the disco version. Of course, that was a very, very popular. You know what? It, this says uh, Wikipedia says he produced and co-wrote the sequels with Burt Reynolds, <laughs> who wrote it with him, and Shecky Green. I don't know. I'd have to do read. All right, it's so tiring. I well, just thought on this May the Fourth, let you guys geek out on your Star Wars. May the Fourth be with you, Joe. Not my sort of thing, but uh, yeah. and with you, Sean. My favorite Star Wars, I don't remember the title, but it had Clint Eastwood driving around in a pickup with an ape. Yeah, that was a good episode. Well, I guess that's it. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.